Hey there, this is Timber Dalton, an Oralingus, Intelligent But Dirty, it's July 30th, Tuesday, 2019, and this is the, uh, I haven't yet managed to seriously injure or kill myself before Hubby comes home from his trip episode. How are y'all doing today? Um, <laughs> I, I, am, I am fucking exhausted. Hubby has been out of town visiting family and uh, for over a week now. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm vertical, barely. I'm in a fibro flare. The animals all hate me because mommy does things differently than daddy does. So I've got six cats, a little dog, a bird, and a tortoise who are not happy with me right now. I'm surprised I'm even still, you know, alive and they haven't eaten me in my sleep yet. So I've got a new release today and I need to start out with uh, massive apologies to those of you who pre-ordered Farborn on Kindle. That's me writing is Leslie Richardson. Uh so as, as, hopefully, as you can tell by the sound of my voice, I am really exhausted right now and a lot of pain. And when you do a Kindle pre-order, and I'm not going to do any Kindle pre-orders for a while. I'll just put the book up when it's live so I can fix it if I fuck it up like I did this time. Um, and it's not the first time I've done a fuck up on a, on a pre-order either like this. So I when I, I write in Scrivener, and I export files uh, into Word and into other formats, whether it's Mobi or EPUB or whatever. And uh, I do that to, to check my formatting, to check my, you know, do spell checks for editing, for all that kind of stuff. And I use the same file naming, you know, I'm not writing right now. The word I'm trying to use escapes me. Anyway, I use the same convention, file naming convention. Um, but it helps if you, when you go to upload the file, that you've overwritten the old file, which I did not, and I didn't check the date, and that's my bad. Apparently, I had saved one of the file versions uh, that I thought was the actual file in a top-level directory under that books folder. Grimmy now, right now, baby. Um, Grimmy's trying to crawl into my lap. Um, so I uploaded the wrong file version, and I didn't realize it until Amazon Amazon locks the file three days before it releases. And then you can't get in there and do anything about it. And of course, it doesn't unlock it until it's, you know, a certain time, your time. But that doesn't mean the file hasn't already gone out to people like in Australia and Japan and Europe and all that good stuff. So if you down, hopefully it should, it's, should be fine for the people who have purchased it on day of. Um, and it'll be fine for anybody who pre-ordered it through anywhere other than Kindle because they're not assholes and you can keep uploading the file, the correct version of the file, which is another reason why it's a couple of days releasing a couple of days. I think it's releasing on the 6th everywhere else. Um, yeah, next Tuesday. Because they have extra lead time going into those files. So the right file got up on draft digital for uh, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, Apple, all those good things. And the right version will be on Google and uh, Smashwords, which actually I need to get those up. 
Um, I was up till 4 a.m. cleaning cabinets. Yeah, I know. I'm crazy. Uh, it was a long story. I was trying to get a whole bunch of shit done, and I bought cabinet inserts for Hubby because he's 21 years older than me and has trouble leaning over to get into cabinets. And I was throwing away food. This week, I found canned food in the back of one of our cupboards. We have a very small kitchen and no pantry. I found food from 2014 and 2015, canned food and stuff. So I'm like, okay, we're putting in sliding inserts so he can see what's in the cabinet. So I was finishing that up last night ahead of him coming home. Remy, honey, no, I can't put you in my lap right now. Remy, go. Um, so anyway, uh, the correct version is now up. I got it up last night. It unlocked at 8 p.m. my time uh, last night, and I got the correct version of Farborn up there. So if your file version does not have 28 numbered chapters, chapters 1 through 28, not counting like about the author, dedication, title page, that kind of stuff. When you look at the table of contents, it should say chapters 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, da 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 27, 28, and then about the author. Um, if it does not say that on the table of contents, try deleting the file. Everybody that's emailed me so far, um, I, I'll have to go through my email again because I just did a little bit ago, but everybody who's emailed me so far, I have sent you out the correct file versions. Um, you should be able to delete the wrong file if you haven't emailed me yet, you should be able to delete the wrong file and go into your Kindle account and have it resend you the file, and it should send you the correct file. If it doesn't, email me at timberdalton at gmail.com, timber with a Y. A screenshot on your Kindle um, the uh, or on your phone or however you're reading it. Screenshot the table of contents, and then I will send you the uh, correct file. And I'm, I'm only going to do this for a few days because I know after like three or four days it, it'll be the right file version um you should be able to get the right file version so you sometimes the kindle devices themselves are a little picky and you have to actually go into your account log in through a browser to amazon and go to your your devices and the um digital content and have it send it have it resent to your specific device that way and then that should send you the the correct copy um so anyway farborn <laughs> maxim colonies 2 is out um it's the sequel to Jailmates, Maxim Colonies 1. This story is about Alart and uh, Davies McKellen, who we met them in book one, towards the end of book one. So this is their story and how they met and got together. And uh, Davies McKellen is a very cocky uh, ether jump nav for a mining operator, a mining company shipping operator. And then Alart works at the space station orbiting farm where Morn is from, who we met in book one. So it's different story. Um, I And I had fun writing them because I, I love writing these characters. And yes, there's going to be more set in this world. The next one I'm working on is um, I know I need to learn how to pronounce this correctly. It's Portuguese words. Shadad. Um, I really do need to learn how to pronounce this. This is the title of my book, but it fits perfectly. Uh, and I, I guess it's not really a spoiler to tell you that it's uh, Simon's mother and Dr. Haluter, who is a character. We meet Simon's mother in book one, obviously, and Dr. Haluter is a is a veracity scientist uh, who we meet in book one, and he's you know in book two as well. And he has a, a very interesting and and tragic backstory that if you've read book one, you you know what that is. You've you've seen that. Uh, so I and then there also Simon's sister Helia is going to get uh, her own book. Uh, should be book four and then there's going to be some other characters in there who 
who we've met that will get their own books uh, along the way, and then some characters who are going to get books set in this whole world that have, have not yet been introduced. So you can find out all the information, all the buy links, the pre-order links at uh, TimberDalton.com, Timber with a Y. If you go to LeslieRichardson.com, Leslie with an I, no E. <laughs> um, and Leslie's my real name, by the way, for those of you who didn't know. If you uh, go, they both pen names go to the same website because it's easier just to have one freaking website. It's no secret that I'm Timber and Leslie. That's that's just me. I'm used to being called both, and even in real life. Um, so this is gonna be a short one today because I'm freaking exhausted. Um, having hubby gone because hubby so you gotta remember hubby is is semi-retired he still does freelance uh, work for the newspaper he used to work for he's still a, a, a government journalist a, a government re- reporting on local government i should say and uh covering the county government he used to work for and he does everything around here i my job is to sit and right and that was the deal we made when he retired i wrote full-time and that's what i do normally uh, because this week, <laughs> I've got I've got animals that are like, oh, mommy, you've got to take care of us. Kiwi is not happy with me at all because <laughs> I have totally thrown her. When hubby's not home, I, I devolve into this schedule because I'm a night owl by nature. And I just like, you know, what is that big bright orb in the sky? I don't do sun. So my normal schedule is like 11, 12 in the morning and, you know, 10, 10 11, 12-ish, depending on how late I sit the night before. And then... I'm up till three, four o'clock in the morning. That's my normal. That's my normal body rhythm, and it always has been. So, uh, when hubby's not home, we basically were into that mode. And poor Kiwi is like, "Are we ever going to bed again?" Oh, mama, take me to bed. She, she just lays there on the couch, just looking so miserable. Like, mama, why are we not in bed? It's just late at night. And all my animals are just the cats are just like, we don't like this new schedule. You're not feeding us when daddy feeds us. And of course now hubby's coming home, so they'll all be happy that daddy's home. So, uh, and one thing I have I have discovered this week in hubby's absence. So I, I have a, a Kindle Fire Stick. And okay, so let me backtrack a little bit. There's this app called Pluto TV, P L U T O TV, and you can get it for your iPhone, iPad. You know, I, I'm assuming they have an Android version. You also get, well, they must have because they put it on Fire and Fire's Android base. So they you can get it on like your Fire, Fire Stick, things like that. Pluto TV. It's free channels. They even have a classic Doctor Who channel. Um, I've seen episodes all the way from William Hartnell all the way up to um, uh, Sylvester McCoy. Uh, so all the classic Doctor before the reboot happened. And it's all free. There's commercials. It's all free, though. And they've got a whole bunch of different channels. They've got, you know, they've got like outdoors channels and sports and news and movies and old sitcoms. And I mean, they got a ton of stuff all free. So if you're one of those, you know, cable cutters, cord cutters, and you don't have cable anymore, you can check that out. Check out Pluto TV. Um, No, I'm not being paid to pimp them. I just like them. So anyway, on Pluto TV, one of the channels they have is called the slow channel. And before you get offended at that, uh, right now, currently it's, showing trains, train rides through Norway. And the background behind this is that it's it's a train from um from Trondheim to Bodo, up, up from south to north. Um up and it goes over the Arctic Circle and everything. And there was this uh it's in Norway and there's this Norwegian uh film company. They have they have a I guess it's a like a cable you know it's a cable T V channel, like a public T V channel there. 
and they did a, a documentary on this train ride. It's, an, it's a nine-something-hour train ride, and you can find it all on YouTube as well. You can find the whole freaking nine-plus hours of each one, and they have it in all four seasons, summer, spring, spring summer, winter, fall. Um, and Grimmy's okay, Grimmy, you're just you're gonna poke a hole in my ball chair, honey. Go. Oh, Kiwi, that's just me. Quit barking, please. Kiwi. Oh, live radio. Kiwi. That was just me yelling at Grimmy. Kiwi. Kiwi's all upset. So anyway. Uh, Kiwi. Kiwi. Okay, she's just gonna bark. Um anyway. So anyway, so on this this documentary, they've got that um, it goes from Trondheim to Bodo, and they've got spring, winter, summer, fall. Okay, hold on just a second. Let me get Kiwi, because Kiwi is going to keep barking, because she doesn't understand mommy's talking to people. Come here. Kiwi! Kiwi! Imaginary people on the radio. So, okay, here. You happy now? That was just mommy making a noise. I know. Okay. Yeah, Grimmy's going to be mad now. I've got you in my lap, and he can't be. So, okay. There we go. Just sit there. Okay. I'm back. Sorry. Anyway, train rides. So you can find all four seasons, nine plus hours of each, on YouTube. They filmed the exact same. It's an in-cab camera in the front of this train. So, slight segue, I use the Calm app on my iPhone to go to sleep every night because I, I have trouble getting to sleep, and it's one of the problems with my fiber. I have trouble getting to deep REM sleep. And there's this one story on there called the, the, uh, the Nordland Night Train. And it talks about, and it's this like first person. Well, it's not first. I guess technically it's a second person, or maybe it's first person. Whatever. Anyway, it's a it's a narrative story, and it's written by Eric Broth. Great voice, by the way. Wonderful voice. And it talks about taking the train from from Trondheim to Bodo, and then back again, and, and back again. It's an overnight night train, and so there's a sleeper car and everything. So it, it lasts about, I think, 34 minutes, something. So and it describes the things that you see, including when you cross the Arctic Circle, that there's like these two loose stone pyramids, one on each side of the, the railroad tracks and everything. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And I looked it up and I found out it was a real thing. Um, well, then come to find out this week, I've been, you know, well, I was flipping through the channels on the Pluto app because I, I put it on the fire stick and just to have something on because with my tonight's I have to have something on all the time. I have to have, you know, some sort of noise, either the TV or music and the slow TV channel is nothing but train rides. I was like, Oh, that's interesting. I wonder if it's Norway. Holy crap. It's Norway. So I started looking into it and the slow TV it's actually, they filmed, they've even got things like they did like this boat ride that lasted like a day and a half and people watched it live and stuff. They've got like video of this woman knitting for hours and hours and stacking firewood and stuff. But the, so they actually did a documentary about the train ride um, and they'll intersperse, you know, the actual in cab with also side view. They'll like they have great editing on this thing. They'll swing it over into side view. So you actually see what's going past. You see the fjords and the, he's waiting for the fjords. There's my obligatory Monty Python reference. Um, <laughs> the Norwegian blue. Um, please nail those parts. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> You know, the forests and everything, you know, see, so you get this this image in your mind. So, uh, holy shit, yeah, when you, you can't see it in the winter and the spring because the snow's too much, but in the fall and the summer ones, you can actually see the, the little stone pyramids when you cross the Arctic Circle. I mean, you can see all these things that um, that are talked about in this sleep story. So, I've had nothing but basically on TV, nothing. But, I mean, I don't know if the world's blown up around me or not. I still have internet, so I'm assuming it hasn't. I've literally been unplugged this week because I've had to be focused on, you know, doing my own stuff and taking care of 
animals and dealing with personal stuff that's going on, you know, because I have a real life too, and all this other good stuff with hubby not being here um, and cleaning like freaking mad because there's just a ton of stuff. Of course, he's gone and my blinders kind of come off and I'm like, oh shit, that needs to, that needs to, what, what the hell? Of course, he, he's the, the running joke now is hubby goes out of town and I rearrange the house or do something. Um, so this time it was the kitchen got redone. Um, almost concussed myself that I didn't stab myself. So yay, there's that. I found out one of my kitchen cabinets is, is about four head high. Send that out the hard way. Still have a knot on my head. So anyway, in the process of all of this stuff. So so back to Pluto TV. So yeah, I've had that on. So that's really freaking cool though because um, you know I've never been to Norway and I would love to go there because it's beautiful country. So during the when you watch the actual documentary part. Um, they'll like do you'll be on the tracks you know seeing it'll be like in spring and then you'll like go through a tunnel and come out and they'll have the winter the same exact point of view same exact camera position but it's the same you know or they'll fade in from one season to another while it's going through a part and then they'll have like interviews which I can't understand a word of because most of them are Norwegian so now I really want to learn Norwegian so I can understand them um, but uh, so that was just really really freaking a cool discovery and it was all free all free uh, because Pluto TV app. Kumi, what are you chewing on? Stop. So anyway, so that was like the little the little bright spot of all of this week was discovering that. Um, hi, Kiwi. She's in my lap right now looking up at me like, Mama, who are you talking to? Why are you talking to, to yourself on this thing? Um, so back to how that ties into science fiction uh, is because I discovered they had a classic Doctor Who um, I actually watched that before I discovered the slow channel because I love Doctor Who. I, I grew up watching Doctor Who. Um, I When I first discovered Doctor Who, it was playing on a local Tampa uh, PBS station, Channel 3, WDU Channel 3. And uh, they were in the Tom Baker era. And then it, um, I remember when uh, uh, John Davison took over. No, Peter Davison. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm brain dead right now. Don't yell at me saying, no, it's Peter Davison, you stupid idiot. Um, you know, I went to, to Whovian conventions and I, I just, I, I loved the show. It was a great show. There really wasn't anything like it on TV at the time. We didn't have cable when I was growing up. So I, you know, didn't see a lot of stuff that some people saw because we lived out in the boonies and you just couldn't get cable out there. And my parents, you know, couldn't afford a satellite dish. So it's like, you know, we, you know, we got, we got what was on the channels. I remember when there was only three channels in Tampa Bay. Uh, well, four, if you count WDU. Um, but there was, you know, we thought it was style and there was, you know, the, the channels and it was the UHF and the VHF channels. It's like when we got, we had a TV that got above channel 13 and we could get 28 and 44. Holy crap. We were really styling them. Right. I just dated myself massively. So let me date myself a little more. I can remember when Happy Meals were first introduced. I can remember when McDonald's introduced chicken nuggets. I am, I am that many years old. Um, digress but anyway so a lot of sci-fi stuff on there great um great great show doctor who and i'm i'm really digging the latest doctor and i'm totally brain dead so i'm not pulling her name up out of my my gray matter right now i love her i think it's great i think it's great we finally have a woman doctor and it is canon in the stories that the doctor was once a woman um time lords can you know all these 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 just set male tears like the doctor shouldn't be a woman. Um, their tears are we savor them like wine because it's like why not? It's canon that 
you know, the doctor can switch. Time Lords can not only change bodies, but switch genders at will. It's, it's, it's very fluid. But, you know, so you can believe a, a, a guy who can travel back and forth in time in a vehicle that looks like a police call box, but you can't believe that that same person could become a woman? Really? When it's canon? Okay, sure. Uh, so one of my to-do things now is uh, I want to watch Good Omens because I've been meaning to watch that. That I need to watch Stranger Things the third season because I love Stranger Things. I still play D&D. We played 3.5. We played last night, as a matter of fact. Um, and there's another show on, I think it's called The Boys on Amazon Prime that I want to see that looks really freaking good. So I've got several shows i got to get caught up on. And Lucifer. Oh, my God, Lucifer. I have not yet seen all of Lucifer, and I know I need to go stream it. Don't yell at me. i got to get caught up on the Orville. Um, I've, got a lot, I've got a lot of Star Trek series i got to get caught up on, too, that I kind of lost track of there over the years like deep space nine and stuff i need to go through and voyager i need to get through and get all those watch i caught them in bits and starts so i need to go like do a massive like just a week on nothing but sitting in front of the tv binging because i really need a freaking vacation because i think got to go to ohio and i did not <laughs> um I, I don't begrudge i seriously i don't begrudge that though he got to go see uh see his sons and see the grandkids uh, see his sister and i stayed home because we have fur babies that need to be taken care of and uh, I just, I don't travel well sometimes. But I would like to go to Norway, which would require me getting a passport, which I do not have. Unless it requires money that I don't have to go fly to Norway. Um, but it's a beautiful country. So Pluto TV app, you can see what Norway looks like via train. Um, or you can see Doctor Who. They also have a, a channel for Asylum, uh, the movie company that does, you brought to you great things. I think they, they're the ones behind Sharknado and stuff. They did all sorts of crazy movies. There's a whole bunch of Asylum movies on there and stuff. Um, just, oh, several, like, the like if you like the Discovery Investigation or the, you know, the crime scene, forensic files, things like that. They've got a lot of those kind of shows on there, too. So, I mean, it's just, it really is amazing. And, again, it's all free. So, if you like free stuff, there's that. Uh, you can find me on the web at TimberDalton.com. That's Timber with a Y. I do have a newsletter. No spam, just updates. Uh, TimberDalton.com forward slash newsletter. Or you can go to my website and there's links on my website. Um, so you're listening to Oral Lingus with Timber Dalton. Intelligent but dirty. I'm going to be at the uh, Orlando Woodshed this weekend. So hey, listen. If any of y'all are in the Orlando area on Saturday, August 3rd, I am going to be at the Woodshed Orlando with their book club. They are reading uh, my Timber Dalton release, A Roll of the Dice. So I'm going to be there from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Their address is 6431 Milner Boulevard, Suite 4, Orlando, 32809. And their website is thewoodshedorlando.com. How easy is that? It's free, but you have to be 18 years of age or older. So come on out and see me on Saturday, August 3rd, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., thewoodshedorlando.com. If you couldn't tell, that was (laughs) pre-recorded. Because, yeah, I'm not awake. I'm barely vertical. So anyway. um, I'm also on Twitter and Instagram, Timber Dalton, Timber with a Y. You can find me all the all the places. Facebook. I have a Facebook readers group, Timber's Tribe, Timber with a Y, Tribe with a Y. Um, so you can find me there. Uh, let's see. What else do I need to cover? So Farborn came out. 
uh, Polly came out at the beginning of the month. It's a, it's a, it's Leslie. It's a male, male, female menage. No kink in it. Yay. <laughs> like, we're sort of a menage without kink of some sort. Um, and a while, well, no, actually, I I've written a couple of timber that, that are just menages without kink, a couple of historicals and uh, hope heels with, you know, Big Mac and Braveheart, Fainting Goat. Um, I am writing more timber. Don't worry. I, I, I've gotten some messages like, why are you not writing timber books? I am writing timber books, but I just needed to get some of these Leslie books out in the wild. And I knew I was going to self-pub them. So I needed to get them out and about. Um, and I'm, I'm working on more Suncoast Society stories. Don't worry. Um, but right now I'm also, I'm, I'm really focusing hard on getting the Triple Trouble series uh, I keep saying wrapped up, but I, I have a feeling there might be more later on in the future, but I, wrapping up all the current story arcs. So I'm working on uh, 11 and 12 in Triple Trouble. And I'm also, because I have to work on, because they're, they're, the storylines are so tied you know to each other, the Goodwill Ghost Hunting series, books you know three through six on that one, and the Brimstone Vampire series, because they're kind of tangent generally tied into that too, books three through six on that. So uh I'm trying to get all those done and finished in one fell swoop so that I can submit them all to Siren at once because I assume it, you've been so patient guys. And I really appreciate that um, about getting it, it, there. It's a very complex world. And I, you know, I, I cringe when I go back later and I find where I've made, you know, whoopsies like in the timelines or whatever. So I really want to make sure that I have to go back and forth through all the books to make sure as I'm writing that I'm not fucking up the timeline. Uh, so it's just it, it just takes a while, and I want to get it done. And yes, I've got more doms in my head screaming at me, get back to writing Funkos, um, because they've got stories that want to be told. So I'm working on that. So yes, there there are more. I mean, I haven't stopped writing them. I'm just it, you know my brain needs to switch gears sometimes so I don't get burned out. You know, you can only do so much for so long. And yes, I write all my own books. I do not hire a ghostwriter. Oh, there was some stuff, uh, Romance Landia, that happened, uh, was it last week? And I don't, I haven't checked in on the latest, but apparently there was a, a writing duo that goes under an author, one pen name, and they have had, I guess, some questionable issues with Kindle Unlimited where they've been, you know, stuffing books and stuff, which is against Amazon's, you know, terms of service. And they've had books bold and they kept doing it and had books bold. And then they, uh, they, got pulled from Amazon and then they went and signed with a publisher and then the book that the publisher put out for them probably got pulled by Amazon. And then, so yeah, that was a, that was a big to do. I mean, basically don't, don't be a dick. Okay. So how Kindle Unlimited works? This is why I do not use it. So those of you who are like, why don't you use Kindle Unlimited? Okay. Kindle Unlimited, Kindle owns it, obviously. So and I'm going to pull numbers out of my ass. These are not the actual numbers, but just because math is hard and I'm a writer. So say they, Kindle says, okay, we're going to pay out $1 million this month for pages read. Well, if you're the only author in that pool, you're going to get a million dollars, right? But if you put a million authors into that pool, the most possibly you know, an author could make, if everybody had the exact same numbers of pages read, which they don't, would be, what, a dollar each, million authors, you know, Okay. So are you following me so far? I hope I'm explaining this correctly. So if you've got somebody that stuffs a book, and by stuffing a book, that means the book doesn't go all the way. It's supposed to go over, like, it to at least 90%. And then the last 10% can be, like, you know, previews, promos, bonus content, whatever. But you have to declare that in the book description. And, and you can't go over a certain amount. Amazon gets pissy. 
you know, if you want to do like a compilation, you have to put it out as like a compilation or an anthology. You have to bill it as such, not that it's a single book. So what some people will do, they may have a book that will end at 50% and they go, oh, bonus content, bonus book. Now, I'm not talking like a sample chapter. I'm talking they'll have like five or six books. So instead of having it say, for the sake of argument, say it's a hundred page book. If it's just the book itself, they'll have like a thousand pages of books. So they want you and they'll put things like click through to the you know page through to the back to see my newsletter to see you know the link to get bonus goodies and stuff and that's something else you're not supposed to do so they encourage people to page all the way through the book whether or not they've actually read all these pages or not so they'll get like a thousand pages versus you've got the honest author whose book is only a hundred pages long and they didn't stuff it with content so you've got the scammers getting paid for a thousand pages read and the other author getting a hundred pages read now multiply that because whether there's like one page total ever read for that whole month or a bajillion pages read for that whole month, there's only a million dollars in the pot that's going to get paid out by Amazon. You follow me? So it is a finite pie. Now I've talked before in publishing, how publishing is not a finite pie. You know, if I put out a book, you know, if Lexi Blake puts out a book, if Shayla Black puts out a book, you know, we're not taking away from each other. You know, there's no, it's not like there's, you know, we're, we're all selling books. We're all, you know, we're all readers. We're all selling books to other readers. Okay. It's not like, oh my God, if they sell books then I'm not going to be able to, that's not how that works. We all can sell books. But if you look at Kindle Unlimited, now there is a finite pie. So if you've got an author in Kindle Unlimited who's stuffing and scamming the system, they can take more of that pie, more of the percentage of that pie. And another author who's being honest gets less of a percentage of that pie. And now you've got a bunch of scammers doing that, so it drives down the, the per-read pages read rate because you might only get like you know a tenth of a penny per page or whatever it is now this month. And it fluctuates. Here's the other fun part. You don't have – a stable target you can aim for every month because Amazon moves it. Sometimes they raise the pot, sometimes they lower it. Sometimes they raise the, the what you get paid per page is read and sometimes not. Now, if you buy a book outright, even if it's on Kindle, if you're not doing the reading thing, if you actually just buy the book, the author gets paid a fixed amount. Now, add to the fund, some of these scammers also hire click farms. And what a click farm is, is literally it's a warehouse usually overseas, usually like in India or Pakistan or something. And it's literally a warehouse full of people with, with devices all hooked into these racks. Go look it up. Look up what a click farm is. And they're basically, they'll pay for people to go in and read the books. So it's not really pages read. It's somebody basically going through and scamming. It's a service you can pay for. Okay. A lot of this came out in during cocky gate, the hashtag cocky gate thing on Twitter. If If you're on Twitter, you can kind of go look and find some of that. So now another fun part of this is some of the, the worst scammers will actually hire click farms to go after other authors. And you might think, why would they pay them to read somebody else's book? Because Amazon can pick up, in some cases, there are certain types of activity they can pick up through tracking IP addresses and things like that, review patterns and things. So it'll actually trigger that it looks like it's fraud. So they can actually get other authors pulled from KU by focusing efforts on them. Or even like if you like advertise or something, so you get an unusual amount, a sudden uptick 
and because you put ads out everywhere, Amazon will pull you thinking you're a scammer. So you got innocent authors in Kindle Unlimited who've had, you know, tens of thousands of dollars just yanked from their account. You know, or anywhere down to you know just a few dollars. But I mean, I saw one author who was a legit author had like ten lost ten thousand dollars one month because Amazon said, nope, that's a scam. Boom. Even though it wasn't, they had just placed a lot of ads because they had a new release coming. So this is why I don't use Kindle Unlimited. Because A, you don't know how much you're going to get every month. You you have no idea. Because even though you can say, okay, I, I had, you know, a thousand pages read, you don't know if it's going to pay out at, at you know, a tenth of a penny or, you know, five, you know, what, whatever, 0.05, whatever of a penny. You don't know. You have no idea. Amazon sets it. And Amazon raises and lowers the, the pot every month, the amount of it. Which, okay, people say, well, that's not fair. Well, no, it's Amazon's sandbox and it's Amazon's rules. If Amazon says you can't shit in the sandbox, you can't shit in the sandbox. Their, their house, their rules. Now, if you don't use Kindle Unlimited as an author, if you just sell your books outright, which is what I do with it, you get paid. I know that if it sells you know, it, depending on where it sells, sometimes certain markets will only pay, you know, 35% instead of 70%. But for the most part, it'll pay 70% on whatever the selling price is. I know if I sell 100 books, I can reasonably expect I'm going to make X amount of money. And Amazon actually just introduced a realty estimator report through KDP that's really good, Kindle Digital Publishing. That's the back end for if you're self-publishing on Kindle. So... That's why I don't use Kindle Unlimited because it's not fair to authors. It, it really isn't. You know, it's I can, I mean, some authors can make a decent living. You know, legit authors can make a decent living. Um, but I just, you know, my most of my readers will buy my books outright. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of you who do buy my books. I really greatly appreciate that. For those of you who are downloading my books for free off of pirate sites, fuck you because. If you can't walk into Walmart and take something off the shelf and stick it in your pocket and walk out without paying, that's basically what you've done. File sharing is is illegal. Go to the fucking library. Go to Gutenberg.com and get, you know, books. Are free. There's legally free books on Amazon and Nook and everywhere else. If you can't buy my books, you know, if you can't afford to buy them, don't fucking steal them. Okay? That's just, that's a dick move. You know, do what I do, wish list it, and then when you can afford it, buy it. That's what I do. If I can't afford to buy something, I don't go steal it. File sharing is stealing. Free books are not free. It costs me money to put a book out. It costs me time. It costs me energy. You know, I don't walk into your house and take money out of your wallet. Oh, gee, thanks. Well, it was just lying there. It, it wasn't in your. It wasn't actually in your pocket. It was just lying there on your in your purse on the the table. That's fine. It's not like you were actually holding it in your hand, right? That's that's the logic some of these people use it. That file share, you know, go to your library and request. You know, my Leslie books can be requested through libraries. I've got them all, you know, set up through OverDrive and stuff. So if you've got a public library card, you know, a lot of authors do, especially the self-pub ones. Um, you know, but don't don't give me this as well. But I want that book and it's not free. Well, do you work for free? I can't call my mortgage company and say, hey, I've got great exposure because a thousand people downloaded my book for free on a file sharing site. That doesn't pay my mortgage or my light bills or buy food for my animals, buy food for me and my husband. That's not how this works. I'm not Stephen King. I am not rich. And it doesn't matter if it's Stephen King or, you know, Joe Blow. 
doesn't matter. It's not you don't don't fucking file share. Don't download from free sites. Now, okay, caveat. If I say, hey, here's a link to like, you know, um my brain's not even working with Insta Freebie. Well, whatever the fuck they call themselves this week, or Book Funnel. I I have set up a giveaway for the for whatever. You know, here I'm giving you, you know, if I give you a link or I have it listed on my website that it's a free or discounted book or whatever, then that's a legit one. But if you just stumble across it somewhere, no, you know, that's not legit. Because authors will do freebies. You know, and if you and if you're in an art group or something, then there's like leave reviews. Don't take free books if you're not going to leave the reviews. If an author's giving you a legally free book. And for fuck's sake, if you're if you're file sharing, if you're downloading illegally downloading books from a file sharing site, and then you like, I saw one screenshot. This lady was pissed off because there was this one book site that that came down, and she was all pissed off and wrote the author. I, I'm so upset. I can't, you know, that I can't get you know your books for free for this site anymore. And the author's like, so you're pissed off you can't steal from me anymore. I mean, seriously. Anyway. I'm so fucking tired, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm not at my best right now. Um, anyway. So, yeah. I'm going to wrap this up here. But but again, I, apologies for the Farborn fuck-up. Um, the, the correct file version is now up on Amazon. So if you've bought it now, you should be getting, from this point forward, you should be getting the correct file. Just make sure it's got 28 chapters in it, 28 numbered chapters. As long as you've got 28 numbered chapters, then you're good. Um, if you've got less than 28 numbered chapters, then you email me. Um, like the next couple of days, I'll still honor that. If somebody emails me six months from now, I'm going to go just go redownload it from, you know, because I know that if I, so the first couple of days, sometimes the right file won't go through. Um, but after that, Amazon gets it, gets the right file and it's all propagated and everything. Sometimes, like, I think it's like France and Spain, sometimes Germany, sometimes they get hung up a little bit for some reason in the system. Uh, I don't know why, but it just does. Um, but, the other ones usually go pretty quick. So um, just go, you know, you should have it. And again, it doesn't affect the pre-orders for any of the other book sites, just the Amazon pre-orders. Um, so anyway, and again, you can follow me on uh, timberdalton.com, timber with a Y, and you can go to a forward slash newsletter and you can go, I've got my newsletter link on my website. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, got a Facebook page, got the readers group. And I really appreciate y'all. Uh, listening to me ramble today and I appreciate really 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 truly appreciate you buying my books because this is my evil day job this is how I pay for our bills um, and Kiwi appreciates it too I wish you could see her she's seen them and she's so cute yes you are you're adorable she's like with my daddy you're not my daddy with daddy I want daddy to come home um, I have conversations but I know hubby needs to come home because I had like a 20 minute conversation with the dog last night talking for her and I'm like wow I really I really need hubby to come home um, hey, I didn't stab myself this time. Yay, I only concussed myself a little bit. Um, anyway, so I'll probably like be collapsed in bed all day tomorrow because my hands are all swollen right now, which is one of my fibro flare signs. That and I can barely think. Then everything fucking hurts. Everything fucking hurts. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> so go go check out the Pluto TV app, the classic Doctor Who uh, channel on there. Um, you know, and, and I'll I'll be doing some blogging as I work my way through like Good Omens and Stranger Things, the third season of Stranger Things and stuff. So thanks for tuning in today, guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks for buying my books. Um, it's Leslie and it's Timber. 
And again, I'm, I, it's no secret that Leslie is Timber and Timber is Leslie. It's, it still makes me laugh. People go, I didn't know you wrote it as Leslie, or I didn't know you wrote it as Timber. It's like, on my website. <laughs> the website header actually has both names in it. It actually has it everywhere. I've added all my Amazon bios for both my Leslie and my Timber author page. I have uh, uh, have it everywhere. Um, oh, last thing. If you haven't bought my uh, Governor Trilogy box set, got governor lieutenant chief in it i still i haven't pulled it down i said last week was the last week to get it but i haven't gotten around to actually getting it pulled down yet but it's going to be coming down tonight so it's only 9.99 which is a savings than buying all three of them uh separately now if you have all three of them don't buy it because there's no new content in the box set it's just all three books for a slightly lower price if you buy all three of them together so you still got um, a little bit of time to get that purchased but it will be coming down off of all the sites um, as as I get, get more coffee in me and get a shower and get the rest of my day going here. So thank you all for tuning in today. I appreciate it. Um, you know, you've been listening to Oral Lingus with Timber Dalton, intelligent, but dirty, maybe not quite so intelligent today because I'm just freaking brain fried and everything, but um, stay tuned uh, to my uh, website and to this, the, the, or the blog talk radio uh, or slash Timber Dalton um, page and I'll, be posting whenever I, I schedule my next one, my next talk radio. And if you're in the Orlando area or Florida and can drive to Orlando this Saturday, the woodshed, Orlando, um, 6 to 8 p.m. You must be 18 years of age or older. And you can, if I don't know if Cecil will be there, Master Cecil, who runs the woodshed. Uh, it's a great place. It's not too, it's another opportunity for you to actually see the, if you've never been inside a BDSM club before, you can see the inside of a dungeon um, with the lights on. You know, it's not as scary as it sounds. So the book club is just, it's not a play, but you don't have to dress fit. Just, you have to wear clothes. I mean, shorts, jeans, t-shirt, whatever. There's no dress. There's no, you know, you don't have to like come in and corset and ballet pumps or something. Um, just whatever. I'm going to probably be in jeans and Crocs, <laughs> yeah. um, which I know that's very underwhelming. I'm sorry, but Hey, this is the real world. And that's why I write real world uh, BDSM. So anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in today. Uh, have a good one and uh, stay kind to each other. Oh, and, and if you have read Farborn, I would greatly appreciate reviews. Thank you so much. Uh, they really help, especially on Amazon. They help with the book's placement. So thank you so much. Um, it's greatly appreciated. Uh, so have a good one and talk to you next time.